lost in the shuffle with Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala continuing to push career highs and shatter wild records is a couple of veteran defensemen who have flown under the radar with career seasons of their own. We look at what Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Brodeen have been able to do this season, plus Matt Boldy tying a record that Kirill Kaprizov broke last year, and plenty of familiar faces heading to the XL Energy Center tonight as the Seattle Kraken are in town. We preview the game plus more today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Wild podcast your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we get you geared up for tonight's matchup against the Seattle Kraken, coming in with their best stretch of play of the season. We'll look at the hot stretches for several former Minnesota Wild players, including Victor Rask and Ryan Donato. We also look at the -the under-the-radar play continuing for Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Brodeen and Matt Boldy, tying a record that Kirill Kaprizov shattered last year. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your veteran captain of the show and uh, veteran content producer as well. With well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams through the ups, through the downs, through every bit of it over the last several years and now hosting Locked on Wild and happy to have you along for a Friday episode of Locked on Wild. Ahead of yet another matchup for the Minnesota Wilds tonight against the Seattle Kraken. Now, Seattle has had a rough go of it this year for sure, but uh, they are starting to pick up their play and uh, have been playing much better here. A three-game winning streak coming in to uh, this game tonight. And if you looked at the roster, you wouldn't know it because there are several former Wild players that uh, are dotting this Kraken roster who happen to be heating up a little bit heading into this game. And uh, looking at it, of course, Victor Rask, who has uh, six points in the month of April, two goals, four assists. Ryan Donato, six points as well. You got Carson Soucy, who has been playing well over the last nine games as well. And uh, it all centers, I think, on rookie phenom Matty Beneers, who has uh, been injected into this Kraken lineup and has just added some youth and some uh, energy and some excitement for this Seattle team uh, that they hadn't had for a good portion of the season. Uh, The Wilds have had some ups and some downs against this Kraken team throughout the course of the season. Uh, The Kraken, I think back when the whole novelty of an expansion franchise phase was still relatively young, uh, the Wilds got jumped in Seattle by the Kraken, uh, four to one, and that was, I think, when the Wilds were playing one of their um, not so best stretches of the season. But um, the Wild ended up getting revenge, courtesy of Ram Pitlick in Game Two, to pick up a four to two win at that point. And 
You look at where both of these teams are at this point in the season. The Wild obviously have the playoffs locked up. Just a matter of uh, which seed they get when they uh, take on the St. Louis Blues. So the Wild do still have some things to play for, but ultimately they are just trying to get through the rest of this regular season and uh, gear things up for that postseason series. And for Seattle, you know things did not go the way that they wanted to this year, so they are looking towards the next page and uh, trying to see who's going to be with the team into um, this uh, next season and beyond. So they're giving an opportunity to you know some of these young guys to see what they can do. And Beneers has come in, and he has looked good and has helped kind of breathe some life into this Kraken team. But it squares pretty, pretty surely on the fact that the Seattle Kraken offensively, not very good. They come into this game with 2.59 goals for per game, which is, it's not great. It's not great. The Wild are a full goal plus uh, more in scoring per game than the uh, the Kraken are. And so uh, that has been something that Seattle has struggled with. They were put together to be more of a defense identity uh, than, than an offensive one. And so for the Wilds, this will be this will be no different than uh, than any of their recent games. It all comes down to being able to be physical, being able to not allow teams to take advantage on special teams, uh, things along that line. The old the old cliches, all the things that it comes down to each and every game. The big one for the Wilds tonight is that Tyson Jost is returning to the lineup. And Jost has been somebody that gives this team an ultimate level of versatility. And so you look at uh, the roster moves made. Mitchell Chafee sent down to Iowa. So it's likely that Jost will be um, centering Brandon Duhame and uh, Connor Dewar here this evening, but you know, there's a chance that the Wild say, "Well, we'll hop him up on that third line and move Bugstead down to uh, the fourth center." Th- this is this is the thing that Tyson Jost brings to the lineup is the versatility to make some changes and to try some things out, knowing that he can kind of adapt his style based off of where he's at in the lineup. We've seen him on the uh, we've seen him on the third line we've seen him on the Fiala line when Matt Boldy was hurt he brings a lot of needed versatility for this team because I think sometimes especially when things aren't going well the wild kind of get pulled into this roster rigidity stage this line rigidity to where well we don't really have we don't really have other options if these line combinations aren't working to be fair, they've worked for a large majority of the season. So Jost has come in, and if somebody's injured on a particular line, he can hop up and fill that spot. So that will be probably the thing that I watch for the most here tonight is to see how Jost responds and what he looks like coming into play because he was starting to uh, really pick it up from a scoring perspective. But... Um, a solid ad by Bill Guerin and uh, a guy who I think could certainly factor into future plans for this wild team. So 
Kraken and Wild tonight. I would expect nothing less than a uh, another physical one, but I think ultimately the Wild will uh, will come away with the win. And Mark Andre Fleury and Net hungry to put a solid performance out there after what happened against the Sharks and the fact that Cam Talbot got two starts in a row. Doesn't want to fall behind in that uh, who starts in game one of the playoff series race that he will be with um, Talbot for the rest of the season. So I I would expect some good things. I think this is a wild team that uh, knows what they need to do. They need to keep pace with St. Louis while also making sure that nobody gets hurt uh, seriously down the stretch, resting guys, getting them back into the lineup as well. So I think this wild team will take care of business. It's a Seattle team that, as mentioned, has won three games in a row, but all three of them were at home. And it's just, it's a different environment at the XL Energy Center than it is being a road team. And so I will give the edge to the Minnesota Wilds 10 times out of 10 when they are at the X, no matter who is coming in the building to face them. So should be a good one tonight. And uh, we'll get a chance to see continued excellence from the likes of uh, Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Brodeen. Now, defensively, they have been as advertised and uh, even better than advertised here pretty much all season. But I bet you didn't know that Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Brodeen both are having uh, career seasons on the other side of the ice. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that when we come back here on Locked on Wild. April showers bring May... Built Bars, and if you are looking for an opportunity to eat a little better and find a snack that you can take with you each and every place you go, Built Bar would like to introduce itself and offer you a chance to try the Built Bar Puffs. If you haven't tried them yet, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Plus, if you are looking for one of those low-calorie treats, Built Bar is perfect. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Your standard candy bar is right around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So if you want to join the Built Bar Bonanza, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Second listen of the day, make sure you're heading over to Lockdown Sports Minnesota to check out the Ron Johnson Show. Ron Johnson, the former gopher and NFL wide receiver, is the voice of Minnesota sports with uh, some elite takes, big guests, and a lot of sports coverage for your favorite Minnesota sports teams. Check out Locked On Sports Minnesota for the Ron Johnson Show and many other exciting programs to come. All part of the Locked On Podcast Network, all free of charge on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, I tweeted about it last night, and I ended up jinxing Jared Spurgeon, of course, because after Spurgeon scored his goal to get him to 10 goals on the season and becoming the leader for the Minnesota Wild in terms of 10-plus goal seasons for defensemen, uh, leapfrogging Matt Dumba in that category, 
immediately after tweeting that nobody talks enough about Jared Spurgeon, he ends up getting kind of tangled up on the boards, which leads to a breakaway for the Canucks, and they end up scoring. And so it just, go figure. But the big point being is that we have, you know, this this infinite amount of time that could be devoted to talking about just how good of a defenseman Jared Spurgeon is. And it just never seems like it's enough. Spurgeon, in the midst of a career season, offensively he has um, the most points in a season he's ever had. The acquisition of Jacob Middleton, I think, has allowed Spurgeon to do what he is best at, which is to assist offensively. But when push comes to shove, he's perfectly capable of sliding back on defense and just making life miserable for opponents. And Middleton, I think, has allowed him maybe the most freedom he has ever had in terms of being able to uh, to jump in and assist on offense and un- just unleash that slapper from uh, pretty much anywhere on the ice. He, I think we've seen that this Middleton-Spurgeon combo is very beneficial for both players and is very beneficial for the Minnesota Wild as well. Uh, it just it has maximized everybody's ability. Spurgeon's not having to cover on defense for uh, you know the likes of Jordy Ben or or anybody along those lines. He doesn't have to cover extra ground to assist the Wild defensively because Middleton's got it. Middleton is more than capable of playing a big role on defense, and he does. And so that has allowed Spurgeon to play his normal role of defense and uh, has allowed him to just continue to get things done offensively. And a lot of his goals have come up in very clutch spots. Now, his career high in goals was uh, 14 back in 2018-2019. He's got 10 right now and um, is is just getting closer and closer uh, towards what is going to probably go down as the best season of his career. Uh, Now, I do stand corrected because technically he's at 39 points right now with 43 being his best season of his career, but with a handful of games left in the season, he certainly has a chance to pick up the, uh, the four points that he would need to tie that mark five points to exceed it, uh, especially with the Arizona Coyotes on the schedule uh, here the rest of the way. But Jonas Brodeen also, he has established a career high in points this season. Now, it's not uh, the nine goals that he scored last year uh, for this wild team, but he does have four, and he's got 25 assists to go with it. And for Spurgeon, you know, he on the same side of the coin. When Matt Dumba is his uh, is his D partner, Spurgeon can focus more on the um, on the defensive side of things. But Spurgeon has taken some of what we saw last year in really trying to be more involved on offense when he plays out on the ice. He's taken some of that, and um, you know the goals haven't necessarily translated, but. 
he still is very active on the play when he uh, when he's in there and just continues to be an absolute force for this wild team. You want a, a good indicator as to how valuable he is to this team? Just look at what he's done to Connor McDavid. Pretty much every time the Wild have played Edmonton over the last several seasons, uh, he just he clamps down on the best players. Now, the Wild last night had a little trouble with Elias Pettersson, just uh, losing contain on him at various points in the game. But sometimes when you are matched up against the best players out there on the ice and a guy who is rapidly becoming one of the premier players in this league, sometimes Pedersen's just going to win those battles. And the the first goal that he had was just one where he got lost in the middle of the zone. Second one was just a rebound attempt that he chipped in. So one of those could be attributed to the defense just kind of losing contain. But it, just just look at what Brodine has done against any of those big defensemen in the NHL, and that shows you his worth with this team. And it's the same thing with Jared Spurgeon. Those guys just do so much that does not get recorded in the box score. Um just invaluable parts of this Minnesota Wild season. Uh, and so um, just fun to watch those guys. If you ever get a chance, just uh, just tune in to one or both of them exclusively and watch uh, watch what they do, especially on odd man rushes, pushes up the ice by the other team. Just have a knack of doing whatever needs to be done to disrupt and prevent the uh, the other team from getting anything close to a good look um, on defense. So, great seasons for those two guys. You know who else is having a great season is Matt Boldy. And if not for Kirill Kaprizov taking the Wild by storm last year and uh, breaking the all-time record for points in a rookie season, Matt Boldy just tied it at the age of 20. And so we will uh, talk about Matt Boldy's current season and what this means for his future to finish off today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, including league reviews and news, as well as the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, and the NHL's push to the Stanley Cup playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. And coming up in just a few short weeks, the premier betting event of the sports calendar year, that of course being the Kentucky Derby. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of that and so much more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Final. Segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, make sure after the game tonight to check out the Locked on Sports Minnesota YouTube channel for our live postcast reaction to uh, whatever happens tonight for the Minnesota Wild against the Seattle Kraken. We will have a guest co-host here this evening, so make sure to tune in again. The Locked on Sports Minnesota YouTube channel and then the audio version posted wherever you listen to Locked on Wild as well. So Matt Boldy, 
in 42 games now this season has accumulated 36 points. He had the just ridiculous goal against the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, for a rookie, for an age 20 rookie, 15 goals and 21 assists. And so 36 points in 42 games, it equates out to something like a 70-point scorer in his rookie season at 20 years old. I know there are others who have more points and goals among rookies, but I'm telling you right now, if Matt Boldy would have played at the start of the season, as was the original plan for him before he got hurt, he wins the Calder in a runaway. And this wild team might be on par, if not, they may be on par with Colorado in terms of the results. Because if you get that line cooking right away to start the season, I, I we did the math, uh, I think I tweeted it out like a week or two ago, that the trio of Boldy, Goudreau, and Fiala, if you extrapolate their numbers over the course of an 82-game season. Fiala would be a 44-goal, 100-point, I think 107-point guy. Boldy would be between 70 to 80 points himself and a 30-goal guy. And then Freddie Goudreau would be a 70-point guy himself with somewhere around 25 goals. That's a lot of teams' first-line production. And that would be the second-line for this Minnesota Wild team. And there were plenty of games early on in the year before Matt Boldy got here and before that connection was put together that um, the Wild could have used a little more offense, even though they've had a good offense all season. There have been some games with lulls to where you think, boy, if the Wild just would have had another line, they could have come up with a win there too. And... You know, this this brings up an interesting debate because with the Kevin Fiala discussion, there's a lot of talk of, oh, the only reason Kevin Fiala is putting up good numbers is because of Matt Boldy. Well, couldn't the same be said for the reason that Matt Boldy has put up the numbers that he has or Freddie Goudreau is because of the other players on the line? It's a line that has developed some really good chemistry, and is full of really good players. Would they be as good on their own? No, because we saw what happened at the beginning of the year with Kevin Fiala, Victor Rask, and Freddie Goudreau on that line pairing. It didn't really work. And so it took a while for Fiala to kind of get going scoring-wise. And the perfect complement was Matt Boldy. Because those guys can just do exactly what makes the Kirill Kaprizov, Matt Zuccarello pairing so dangerous. They can do the exact same thing. Because Fiala has shown the ability to be able to just skate circles around people. Boldy is well beyond his years in terms of positioning and in terms of puck handling. And in terms of um, his passing. In terms of all the intangibles. He looks like a guy that's been playing in the league for 10 years. 
and he is 20 years old. And so if not for Kirill Kaprizov breaking that Marion Gabrick record last year, and if not for Matt Boldy getting hurt, we would be talking about a better rookie season than Kirill Kaprizov had for Boldy this year. I, I believe that Matt Boldy would have been able to best all of those marks that Kaprizov had had he been given a full season this year and not had it uh, cut short on the front end due to injury. So you've got Kirill Kaprizov locked and loaded as the franchise, the star of this franchise, the face of this franchise. Matt Boldy, if he continues to add little pieces to his game, is going to be a very good player in his own right because he is much like Kevin Fiala. He's getting into the NHL at an early age. And at age 20, he is already showing that the game is not too big for him. And from there, who knows what could happen. So enjoy these pairings. Enjoy this tandem. Enjoy what is left to be done here this regular season before we gear up for what is going to be an absolute melee against the St. Louis Blues in the postseason. And that is where we will leave today's episode of Lockdown Wilds. Once again, a reminder, make sure to check out the Lockdown Sports Minnesota YouTube channel tonight after the Wilds take on the Kraken for a live postcast reaction to whatever happens during the game. And make sure that you are following along with Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on social media. We are available on any of your favorite social media platforms, keeping you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild all season long. You can find new episodes of Locked on Wild every Monday through Friday as parts of the Locked on Podcast Network.